and welcome to UC Today. My name is Kieran, and for this session, I am delighted to be joined by John Zamora, Principal at Silicon Foundry. Today, we are discussing revolutionising the future of work by bridging enterprise and innovation. John, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Thanks, Kieran. Well, first things first, please tell us a bit about yourself, John, and the work you do with Silicon Foundry. Yeah, happy to give you a quick background. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm a principal at Silicon Foundry. Um, we're a corporate innovation advisory firm based in San Francisco. Um, since 2013, we've been you know, leading, um, helping corporations understand how to navigate the emerging tech and startup innovation ecosystems. Um, the team I work with is a really diverse blend of previous startup founders, venture investors, and corporate executives. And um, because of that, our real strength lies in understanding you know, the startup and venture landscapes, as well as emerging technologies. Um, for a lot of our clients, who we refer to as members, we're deeply involved in helping them think through emerging topics like blockchain, the metaverse, climate tech solutions, um, and more recently, um, generative AI and the future of work. Um, and then lastly, just in terms of outcomes, uh, for our members, we typically will help them and support them through larger strategic projects um, or if they're a corporate venture fund, we'll help them source and diligence specific investments. Um, and lastly, um, one of my favorite offerings is putting together these events that we call executive tracks, which um, in that case, we'll put together entire programming for a senior executive team to come to an innovation hub. You know, we'll really learn from startups and venture investors and different corporates um, as peers um, to learn about how they can best you know, build uh, strategies around emerging tech. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, a perfectly place to dive into this uh, this discussion then. And within your own experience, what would you say are the current challenges facing businesses or with uh, your Silicon Foundry's members in adapting to the new normal of hybrid work? Yeah, this is definitely this has definitely been a topic um, that is popular across all of our members, and I've seen it personally myself, having joined. The, the team, you know, through the pandemic, seeing how we've adapted through the return to work, and then also seeing through the lens of the corporates that we work with, um, what their thoughts are on where they're placed on the spectrum of traditionally in office to fully remote and the different gradients in between. And so I think one of the um, sort of challenges across all of the members that we see is just trying to think through asynchronous work and um, you know, moving from a time where everybody was working in the same office um, to a time where people have potentially now moved to different states or time zones and, you know, bought houses and had, you know, different life events. So thinking through um, how we can go about work as effectively and as efficiently as we did previously and all of the certain considerations that come along with that. I'd say a second challenge has been thinking through how to really um, communicate these changes and align your entire organization around these policies and mandates. Um, a key cause for frustration that we've heard from all corporates is just, um, you know, you'll hear about disgruntled employees who feel like they are constantly keeping up with different changes in, in, man, in the way that they work. Um, so that's definitely been another huge challenge. Um, and then lastly, in terms of like spaces and how, how offices are being redeveloped or redesigned, to accommodate um, hybrid work, thinking through all the different technology um, solutions that you should be integrating into retrofitting your older offices. That's a third bucket, I'd say, um, in terms of challenges. 
Terrific. Yeah, well, we'll come to the um, the evolution of the office space a bit later on, but I want to return to you know the types of solutions that Silicon Foundry are almost at the epicenter of, you know, existing between enterprise and the innovation world. Uh, naturally, you guys are oversee a lot and are dialed in to a lot of the different um, solutions, both both practical in terms of tools, but also in terms of culture. But firstly, on the tools side of things, what sort of future communication tools do you think can be created to best support hybrid work environments? Yeah, so sort of going back to the point I raised in my last response, um, I think that the future of communication and hybrid work really relies heavily on asynchronous tools. So even before the pandemic, before this entire um, return to work conversation, we've seen different uh, big tech startups and different corporates embrace solutions like Slack for team chats, Notion for um, you know note taking and documentation, Asana for project management, but it's been really interesting to see a new set of emerging tools spring up through um, the return to work period. So thinking through companies like Loom, which is a video recording, screen recording tool where you can very easily share what you're seeing with a colleague, um, record that, let them review that on their own time and do work a little bit more seamlessly across time zones uh, has been really interesting to see how quickly they've grown. Similarly for uh, digital whiteboards like Miro and Mural. Um, we've seen a lot of our corporates really adopt these technologies throughout the period of not being able to be in the office and you know, write things on the board. Um, I think Miro actually grew 600% between 2020 and 2022. So that just shows how rapidly these technologies have been adopted. And um, yeah, I guess on the frontier side, there are also really interesting examples of the physical space and digital spaces overlapping. One example of that being Gather, which is a solution that will sort of replicate your own physical office onto a digital um, platform. So you can you know, design it with your own colors. Um, it leverages spatial audio. So you, know, you as an avatar walking across your office, you'll hear a coworker's voice get louder as you walk through the, the actual digital office. Um, so it's really interesting to see what types of solutions are being created to um, marry the two like digital and physical office spaces yeah that's that's, that's absolutely fascinating yeah i had i had no idea that we, we got to that that stage of immersive spatial audio that you can almost yeah. register <laughs> colleagues walking past um and yeah. the, the difference in audio volume um so yeah that's very fascinating on the, the tools used. But I'm really curious also about the workplace cultures that can be fostered for successful hybrid working. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting point that not a lot of people will talk about. So I think people obsess over what are the right um, investments in technology, the tech stack that we should be leveraging in order to make our workforce you know, as effective in a hybrid setting. But um, the entire, another, half of that conversation is just on culture and processes and behavior. Um, so I think when it comes to successful hybrid working culture, documentation is absolutely non-negotiable and making sure that for, for all of your employees, they understand um, very clearly what policies are, standard operating procedures are for how work gets done at the company, because that'll just alleviate so many um, separate meetings, so many 
um, different inefficiencies, just trying to get everybody on the same page um, and just makes knowledge transfer a lot more efficient and effective. Um, as part of our work, we've been, we've had the privilege of being able to engage with a lot of thought leaders in the space, um, including Darren Murph, who currently is the head of technology strategy communications at Ford. Um, we connected while he was head of remote at GitLab, which at the time, like there weren't that many people who had that title. Um, whereas today we'll see a lot of different titles of head of remote, head of hybrid, historian. Um, and just for, um, for viewers, I think a really uh, helpful resource is the GitLab's Guide to Remote. Um, it goes into depth on how you can create a culture handbook for your company, different best practices as it relates to um, hybrid and remote working. Fantastic. Yeah, no, I, th I think it, I think that's spawn. We almost have to create almost a position in the C-suite or a, a certain degree of hierarchy for this to be successful long term. Um, and on, on that note, you mentioned earlier about the, you, the future of the office and what the office in a hybrid working environment looks like. Um, I guess, what technologies do you envision being created or evolved to adapt to flexible workspaces themselves? Yeah, this is a this is another question that we at Foundry um, really love to hear because it centers on what are the different types of solutions that are being created. Um, you know, we'll see things like portable technology, um, just see a ton of investment in the, at this time. So what, what I mean by portable technology, thinking about you know, VR headsets, helping people work and in a more ex immersive experiential way with their colleagues um, if they're not in the same office thinking about modular battery packs so people can seamlessly walk around the office, not having to you know, worry about plugging their devices in and kind of just bringing it with them. Um, on the application side as well, thinking through how to make it as easy as possible for people to understand who's in the office, where they are, what you know, hot desks are used, how dense um, our space is in terms of occupation. We actually had um, a tour of Meta here in New York and they um, have this screen and program called the Wayfinder, where you can pinpoint exactly where a colleague is at any given time if they're in the office. It'll plot out the, the most efficient path to get to them. Um, another example um, on the hardware side is Owl Labs and how they've created this really interesting sort of video conferencing camera where you place it on a desk um, and specifically for you know, hybrid viewers at home, um, they can track the conversation, it'll track who's speaking, so it doesn't really feel like you're just watching a room, but you're actually a part of the conversation. Um, so there's a lot going on on the uh, technology space, um, just adapting to how we work in a hybrid setting. Terrific. And I, I imagine a lot of these these types of technology you mentioned, what, what Meta are doing and our labs are, are working on themselves, a lot of this will naturally uh, be powered um, by the, the biggest buzzword of 2023, AI. <laughs> and, yeah. and what role do you imagine AI and also the other, the other big trend of this year, the Internet of Things, um, specifically AI, but I'm curious of, about IoT as well. What role do you imagine these two concepts play in the future of work? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. We can't go an hour at Foundry without mentioning AI and IoT. Um, but I think it's spot on. All of the data that is being collected by these tools that we're beginning to use more and more and 
the uh, sort of ways that buildings are being transformed to more accurately capture data in terms of attendance, utilization, room bookings, all of this stuff will be will enable um, will be enabled by AI. So AI will help us understand, you know, how to better prepare spaces, how to better um, plan for room bookings, um, you know, understand when people come in, understand how to um, even uh, adjust the temperature in different rooms if people aren't there. Um, so it's really a futuristic sort of scenario that I envision in terms of just optimizing the way buildings are operating, um, hopefully be, to be more sustainable and also to enable people to access resources um, in a more efficient way. Perfect. And just one final question before I let you go, John, please. Um, what do you believe will be the future of hybrid working in the long term? What do you imagine it will look like, say, five years from now? Yeah, um, that's a great question. It's really interesting because the two topics that we talked about today, technology and behavior, um, are, are very much interlinked. So as technology develops, behaviors change, as behaviors as it relates to hybrid work and how we think about going about how we do things, technology will adapt to that. Um, so it's hard to say, although I do think in five years, hopefully we'll see you know, a, work, a workplace that is massively more productive, enabled by AI, decentralized teams, ultra flexible workspaces, um, and sort of just clear a clear understanding of how we, as coworkers, colleagues across time zones, geographies, um, know how to work with each other. And um, yeah, I think thinking about the office as less, I think currently we think of the office as a mandate. Um, I think as Cisco's president, uh, Chuck Robbins mentioned the office, he wants it to be a magnet, not a mandate. Um, so trying to get us away from um, retrofitting our offices and trying to go back to the way things were, but thinking about how creative we can be in redesigning our spaces and how we work um, to accommodate for a new sort of hybrid enabled future. Perfect. No, that, that's a brilliantly optimistic. Yeah, I, I, love the, I love the optimism of that vision for the, the future. Um, so I've really enjoyed this session. So thank you, John, for joining me here today. Thanks, Kieran. This was, this was great. And if you enjoyed this video, please give us a like and share on social media. And we'll see you again next time. I've been Kieran Devlin of UC Today. Thanks for watching.